Yo, what is good, world? It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third. And as always, I have my lovely co hosts with the most by my side, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. Hey, y'all. And we thank y'all for tuning in and turning up for another dope episode of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. Literally. Now, y'all know it's Third Thursday, so we about to pull up and pop out to the uh, Third Thursdays at the Alpha Space, yes, the beginning yes. of Everything Fly, located at 2014 South Michigan Avenue from 7. So around 11, that's a loose, that's a loose end time. But uh, tonight we got Soul Seekers, yep. the first feature length film from the UK and it's on the sneaker culture. And it's just going to be dope, man. The, the store has been taken over by Puma because they oh got my, an event oh, coming up this weekend. so nice. The it's store is fly. Everything. Uh, uh, Troy Pryor from Creative Cypher yep. is curating the event. You want to be there, yeah, man. So since we got a dip, we're going to give you all a quick rundown of this week's activities on this and a third. Okay, so you know the French won the World Cup. I did hear that. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> wee oui, wee <oui>, win. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not mad at the French. I'm happy Russia lost. Man, I so was, they were in the championship or no? Nah, it was just held in Russia. It was just held in okay. Russia, but Russia did compete and ah, then they, you know, okay. they lost. Mother Russia. But yeah, so the French won. That okay. was, you know, shout out to the French I, know, people. I like French bread and French fries. Okay. <laughs> what else going on in the rundown? So the FDA is now saying you can't call everything milk. Wait, wait, wait. FDA is Food and Drug Administration? Yeah. Continue. Yeah. The people who, you know, Regulate. Scott Pruitt was over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Pruitt, no. Right. So anyway, basically, I, what I think is happening are the milk sales from a cow, milk mm -hmm. from cows, are going down. Okay. Because people are becoming a little more educated and worried about their health, mm -hmm. so they're buying almond milk. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, almond peanut milk. Peanut milk. Yeah. Milk does come from peanuts, though. I've never I saw heard of a documentary milk. on how it's made. But what? basically, they're saying any plant-based milk right. that soy milk should not don't count. Soy, yeah, should not be called milk anymore. Okay. So I think, I think personally, it's from the numbers. And it's more than likely to scare consumers off to be like, "Well, I came here for milk. If this isn't called milk, maybe I'll just go back to regular dairy." Well. And to help the dairy farmers. Yeah, the dairy farmers need help, and I get it. A lot of people need help. But do you know the history behind the milk industry? No. Apparently. Don't quote me on this, because I state opinions, not facts on this, then the third. <laughs> but I heard that during, like, maybe World War One or two, I'm not sure, but they said it was just hard feeding the troops and feeding, you know what I'm saying, people uh -huh. and sustaining, you know, feeding okay. people. And uh, that's when they turned to, well, shit, uh, we can kill this cow and make meat, or we can get this milk out of this cow, maybe this goat, maybe this penguin. I don't know. But just, you know, feed people milk as well. And it's, it's it, you know, so that's, that's why. where it started? Yeah, because, you know, if you're grown, you're not supposed to consume milk. No yeah, other animal besides humans consume milk after they're weaned off their mom's teeth. I don't drink milk. You drink milk? Milk doesn't fuck with me so no. yeah i stopped drinking milk i enjoy milk i enjoy milk I but i don't drink it as much as my son yeah he no. slams milk like it's so right. vodka. so even <laughs> even goat milk yeah. wouldn't be considered milk yeah yeah so it it's only what comes from a cow so that's interesting just pay attention to it see what stay happens. woke wipe your mustache next we have okay so i've seen this first in miami mm -hmm. mcdonald's with the kiosk. Yeah, yeah. So you go up to the kiosk, you make your order, it goes to the back, and then they just call your order out, right? Mm -hmm. The only one I've seen here is on 76 in Vincennes. No. It's more? Yeah. Rare. 35th in Indiana, like a motherfucker. I went there and was scared. <laughs> because I'm like, wait, I have to go to this kiosk? So I they can't? had no cashiers? They had 
food handers. They were food hander outers. That was it. So okay. what if you have cash? So the person or the McDonald's on 76 and the one in Miami, they still had cashiers. These, and, nobody was taking orders. And I think it's because they might have just been trying to introduce them. Okay. So what's going to happen is by 2020, all McDonald's will have them and they will no longer have cashiers. Mm, 2020, we That's see things clear. That's tomorrow. So I don't mind it, right? I don't right. mind the kiosk. But I think, one, it's a way to eliminate all those start in jobs, you right? Know, this is a response to minimum wage. I was just going to say that. Increases. Minimum wage is supposed to increase to $15 or more. McDonald's is not going to pay niggas 15 So they cutting out all of those jobs, basically. That's, and But yeah. I think that out of that will come more resourcefulness for our youth and just people that are looking for entry-level jobs. Like, yeah. you have to get a fucking skill. You have to beat the robots at this point. Yeah. Too. So what is your unique niche? We just had an exclusive segment with my man, Michael Cox, yeah. and he found his lane. He found himself, yeah, due to a tragic loss, but he came out of his shell, and now he's glowing the fuck up. Yeah. I think that this is going to be a good thing at the end of the day when it's like, okay, now, okay. Well, may maybe not, because if you turn to the black market, now that's not a good thing. But if you said, man, I can't get this entry-level job, I don't have any skills, what can I do? And you find yourself because of that situation, I think that could be a good testament to this situation. For some, not for all. Yeah, I was going to say for some. Some yeah. people want to work at McDonald's. I just want people to work at McDonald's that I know so I can get free shit. I'm just saying. You remember you used to have a hookup? What, yeah. what, what restaurant did you used to be able to pull up and be like, Fred Dell, what restaurant was that for None. you growing up? None. Nigga, KFC, Taco Bell. Burger King after 2 a.m. I've never had a hookup on a restaurant. Oh, I've had so but many. But you know what? I know only guys I know oh. have hookups on restaurants. Oh, yes. You, um, we love my kid's fast dad, food. We uh, love my guy. Like, everybody, I think it's men thing. Yeah, yeah. He just like to feel like we plugged. <laughs> I don't have a plug at Foco. Sorry. Uh, what's going on with the first black man to play Willy Wonka? Drum roll, please. Donald Glover. I thought so. When I first read this, I thought you said Danny Glover. I was about to say, why? <laughs> why would Danny Glover, who I just saw in Sorry to Bother You the other day, uh, yeah. I'm like, what? Nigga, you're getting too old for this shit. Yeah, no, Literally. Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino. Gambino. Hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he will be, well, possibly playing the first black Willy Wonka. He gonna Wonka. get it. Unless he I fuck like up socially, he gonna get Willy it. Willy Wonka, the original. Oh, buddy from Hear No Evil, See No Evil? Yes. Richard, not Richard Greer. No. Gene Dreyfus. Hackman? Gene Hackman. Not Gene Hackman. That's, That's the my other nigga Brill from okay. Miami of the State. <laughs> what is the nigga name? Gene Shatner. Well, Gene Wilder. Wilder. <laughs> Raouf in the clutch. In the clutch. <laughs> hey, we want to go get it. <laughs> we want to get close. But the nigga did play in hella uh, Richard Pryor movies. Yeah, he did. Yeah. But I, I do like the original. So I can really Rizzo see him yeah. playing that and more of that style. The yeah. Johnny Depp one was a little weird. Yeah, yeah. It's a little weird, kind of scary. I yeah. think that they're like forcing Johnny Depp to be the only example we have of that weird Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. Sleepy Hollow. He's like the only actor Willy Wong. with it's that like, label. Yeah, he's just that off-brand ass yeah. dude. And I think this is a perfect lane for Thomas uh, Gambino to step in and step over yeah. and create a lane for more of us to get those type of opportunities. I agree. We can do that so and we'll we can see. do it even better probably. All right, also going on, uh, your boy Stevie J and Faith Evans. Are reportedly married. Whoa. What about Biggie? Rest in peace. No. No. I don't know what this I'm This is her only marriage after Biggie, or she's been married since Biggie's death? Shh, I 
don't know if she was married, but she was, you know, with somebody for fucking. a long time. Fucking. Because I think he had a drug addiction, and that's when she was going through her thing. Oh. Yeah, so. Are sharing drugs? I don't know. We don't do I the like same that, so I don't drugs. <laughs> but Stevie J, don't he got a lot of shit going on right now? Well, kid-wise, yeah, always. Oh, okay, always. But um, <laughs> the him and Faith have known each other since Biggie because they I worked on the same label. did not know that that was him in the, I'm coming. That's him what? He just in the goddamn video with Mason Puck when they in the big B I G P O P P in that video. Not Benjamin's, whatever that shit's called. I don't remember, but I'm gonna check the video. I don't remember seeing it. But yeah, so they're Stevie J is definitely there with some goggles on his head and a shiny ass suit behind Mace doing it. I said, damn, that's Stevie J. I've never heard of the guy until reality TV. Honestly. Yeah, well, because he's been a producer. He's oh, been okay. behind the scenes. Behind producers normally until Puff or behind the scenes. Right. So, yeah. Mo Money, Mo Problems. That's the name of that uh, video. Check okay. out Mo Money, Mo okay. Problems. See if you can spot Stevie J. Okay. All but right. yeah, so they were married. Congratulations. Okay. Uh, what about hashtags galore? There's a lot of hashtags that some of us have been <laughs> participating in. And then others have not. Um, beginning with in my hashtag in my feelings challenge. So the in my feelings challenge is the same thing as the Kiki challenge, which I now love. <laughs> the fuck out of what? For those that don't know, what what sparked so this? So Drake has a song called in my Kiki. Feelings. Do you love me? Is it in my feelings? Is it called in, in my, my feelings? feelings? Okay, yeah. but a young guy off Instagram, Shiggy, Shiggy, the Shiggy he Show, did a little dance to it, right? Killed it. Took it. Everybody was doing it. Killing it. Including myself. But Sierra had the crown up until last week. I mean, last <laughs> week when this then the third zone, Reese, the one and only, showed us what she was twerking with. Partially, she she kept it PG, but just oh my god, it just went slow. Clap every morsel of Reese in. Geez. Wait, you know what? Everybody were asking oh, was my asking stars. me. I didn't know you could dance. I'm like, really? She is a <laughs> a gifted talent here, G. She killed that. G. Like, if really, you follow I love her, dancing. So if you follow her, congratulations. That's my thing. Me and my boys, we, it we rock is it. Her but thing. and her couch looks nice. <laughs> nice ass couch. So anyway, um, <laughs> with this challenge, if you noticed, a lot of people are getting out of driving cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had peeped that. I seen a nigga get pulled off on hot ride for Power ninety two. He tried to get out and a bit skirted because he was talking about Kiki. His girl named one Kiki. <laughs> Laughing, I said. So wow. that's the danger now. Like people yeah. are taking it too far. Yeah. Like a few videos, they would hop out and the car would be parked, but some of them they're still driving as they're hopping out, right. and it's becoming a little dangerous. But I think these young kids, they kind of take it 
too far with the challenges. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, they're young and dumb and out of control. What you going to do? My question no. is this. What made that a part of the challenge? Like, did when I seen Shiggy do it, he didn't look like he jumped out of the car. Maybe I didn't watch the whole thing, but it just looked like he was he just dancing. I think he did get out of the oh, car. Oh, well, he did? He okay, so now they got to the do exactly what he did. Right. But I liked how different people kind of added their own variations yeah. to it. So Okay. Also, man, um, Michael B. Jordan was out uh, yachting and only had bunnies around. Yep. White bunnies. Just snow bunnies galore. Yeah. So, so are you concerned with Well, this? I didn't think it was a thing, right? But I read the article. Wakanda God? I mean, Wakanda didn't raise him. Let's remember, <laughs> he wasn't raised in Wakanda. He was raised in Oakland. <laughs> a lot of white bitches in Oakland. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. So Apparently. this is the second outing, right? The mm -hmm. first time he was in the club in France and the security was told, do not let any black females up. By whom? How can we prove that? Well, okay, so... <laughs> I don't know. Inquiring minds want to know. Apparently, it was, it was from Michael. I don't think he talks like that. I saw him at the BET Awards embracing his black excellence televised, dog. Like, him and um, Ryan Coogler are with the shits, man. Like, yes, they may... I don't know about Ryan. I think he married. But Michael B is fucking Creed. He can get any ethnicity chick, and if this particular night he had white chicks, maybe it's because I see four busted black sisters over there. Well, I mean, he don't was in let France. them up here. I don't know. Right? Don't it know. probably wasn't like hella black chicks trying to get at him in the first place. Okay, so for the yacht party, mm -hmm. he invited all of the French girls, and wee oui, wee, oui. they just won the. <sighs> Motherfucking, what is that, the World Cup? Now they finna drink out of his cup. I don't know. I guess the instructions or whoever is in his camp mm. giving these instructions mm. is falling back on him. Either way I go, I don't personally mind, you know, I just As think well as I don't know Michael B. Jordan, I don't think he's going to make that statement. That's just me. Somebody in his camp, hell yeah. Because they like, nigga, I want some bunnies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but Michael B. has too much to lose by saying that shit. <laughs> Let him around you and I'm don't give him attention. I'm not gonna put that past him that he wouldn't say that because niggas get money and they get arrogant and they do go to the other side, which I don't have a problem with. I just think black women need to stop being so bitter and taste the rainbow. Mm. I Try would it. say, okay, I'm not gonna condone that. But what I would say <laughs> is, brothers, let us be a little bit more mindful of the fact that we have been brainwashed to think that white women are on a different level than black women. Now, if you go after all women, I'm fucking with you. But if you're seeking out white women because you think that you're not going to get the same thing or worse that you're going to get with a sister, you're sadly mistaken, bro. Yeah. Stay woke. Okay? Um, and last, because I know we talked about this last week, mm -hmm. I love the Carter's album. Oh, please. Because yes. I heard somebody, somebody's say it didn't do anything for them. It didn't move the culture forward and what the bam. But it's fun. It's a I'm fun album. I'm not even going to say that. The album moves, first of all, friends. Can we say everybody friend, needs to friend, listen to friend, that? Because friend. if you're the only one in your circle that got money, you broke. You broke. If your friends all ain't got it, if you're not pulling you're everybody broke. up, you're, you're broke. broke. Okay? So and that's, you're broken. That's one song that I think the yeah. culture yeah. needs to hear. I mean, maybe they didn't hear it the way that you heard it. I, I like the whole album, D. Okay, so but that's my one. shit on there, I'm going to tell you. Go ahead. What's your second one? Nice. Oh, and I'm nice, 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 I mean, nice, nice. I can do anything. That's my shit. That's, that's my wake up yes. song. Push us forward. Oh, just get your ass up and yeah. do it, man. You can do anything. That man said, uh, 
I have, he said, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? I have no fear of anything. I do everything well. Mm. When you wake up with that mindset, every day is a good day, dog. Nice is my shit. That's what nice. I was going for. Um, and so the last two that I really, really love is uh, Love Happy. Love Happy is decent. Well, it's, like, it's lovey. It's yeah, lovey. it's lovey. And Summer. Summer is good, too. I was going to say Boss, and I was going to say the single ape shit. I oh, yeah, can't ape shit. forget Kills. ape shit. Kills. Even though it's oversaturated, I love it still. What's the song, um, what you say? Uh, 713? Ask About Me. I think it's, it might be 713. That's the only one we ain't named. It's only nine tracks. Is it? I'm not. No, because she, she sings. Nigga, you better ask about me. Oh, wow. She sings it. And I was like, oh, this, I right. was riding my bike singing oh, that as white people were going. Right. I was like, nigga, ask you, about me. You. She said, you cool. You cool. <laughs> and I said, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. You so, cool. So, shout out to the Carters. I do like the album. Straight like that. All right. So, can we wrap up the rundown this week with our favorite topic on this down the third? Yeah. And what is that? Relationships. Relationships. So, what's hashtag DC ass asking this week? Okay, so would you rather date a person mm -hmm. who doesn't cheat but is a massive flirt or someone who isn't a flirt but super jealous? So would you rather date me or a jealous nigga? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's saying he's a flirt. I won't cheat. Because, I, you know, cheating is being non-transparent. We've already discussed this definition. <laughs> but uh, so I won't cheat. But I am a flirty and I will continue to be one just because, <laughs> man, I think flirting is necessary, dog. Like I will flirt, 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 and then go fuck the shit out of my girl versus cheating. But it's like, you know, I just I feel like the man because I've been affirmed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you have to know your love language, chief. You have yeah, to know. Yeah, and my yeah. shit is like, you know what I'm saying, acts of service, but also the affirming words. Yeah. And it's, it, it, it go, it's a lot that goes into it. But I would, I would say that I would never want to date a woman that was like me, that just <laughs> flirts, 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 because I would be like, you're, you're hot. You're, you're hot between the pants, young lady. You are. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're fresh as hell. Like, could you stop flirting with every nigga that you come in contact with? Because I think that it's expected almost for men to kind of, Hey, oh, nice. Hey, woo. But if my girl just went around checking niggas' balls and was, you know what I'm saying, broad shouldering niggas, I'd be like, babe, can we leave? Can we leave? And then a jealous female, depending on how she um, projects her jealousy, yeah. that shit could be cute at first. At, at first. first. But then you can end up in the it hospital. There's a thin line between love and hate. Yeah. What say you? I don't want nobody jealous. Okay. Always end up with them. Oh, you have a lot to be jealous, jealous over, I think. Have you all seen the <laughs> hashtag Kiki Challenge? I asked again. <laughs> Shit, I'm jealous. I don't even go with them all. <laughs> Shit. Whatever. I'm um, just saying. And, uh, I, what about the flirting? Can you handle it? Can you handle it? I have. Okay. I will. Mm. But see, again, I. Don't do me if you can't take it. Yeah, yeah. If you can't take it. That's very don't true. Don't do me. That's very true. Because I see you over there flirting. Oh, okay. Well, let me go have a conversation. Go then. get this nigga a little shoulder. <laughs> right. Take it right back. back. <laughs> <laughs> but I did see that you responded to this online, and you said something to the effect of like dudes neither. that flirt. Like, yeah, neither. Obviously, that would be everybody's answer. But uh, dudes that flirt so much, you said, grow up. She see you. Yeah. That was cute, Z. Up. That was cute. I mean, because sometimes the flirting can just be like 
they have to have attention all the time. Yeah. It's like, dude, have a seat. Yeah, but that's my thing. Like, attention. I'm an attention seeker. I don't give a fuck if I'm in a preschool or an old folks home. Everybody see Calvin? Does everybody love Calvin? Just let me know that you love me and I'll be on my way. So usually I'm around my peers, so I act that way. Yeah. But it is what it is. What do you say? Would you rather be in a relationship with a flirt or somebody that's jealous? Let us know in the comments below. But I think that about wraps us yep. up for another dope episode of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you light, literally. And we are signing out and signing off. It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King the Third. My lovely co-hosts with the Moses, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. And we are the Undisputed King and Queen Chicago Podcast. Check, Check us out. out. Yo, what is good, world? It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third. And as always, I have my lovely co-hosts with the most by my side, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. Hey, y'all. And we thank y'all for tuning in and turning up for another exclusive segment of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. Literally. And joining us today on this exclusive segment is none other than Mr. Michael Cox of Born Vain Art. Can we first and foremost begin the show by slow clapping this brother in, please? Yes. <laughs> now, brother Michael Cox, a.k.a. if you Google him, Mike Cox of Born Vain Art. Tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Born Vain dope name, right? First and foremost, <laughs> Michael Cox rings bills. You got uh, a lot of things going on and you yourself proclaimed artist and that's yep. very you know abstract very wide mm -hmm. open so mm -hmm. define that a little bit for the people well i do a abstract portrait art um on t-shirts i do them on leather i do it on glass um the method of, of madness how i do my art is uh five different mediums of paint which is a little bit different from a lot of different artists a lot of artists try to um focus on one medium right oil or acrylic I, I have five different mediums, so it kind of gives it a 3D effect, right? which is, I think, that's why everybody loves the Born Vain. Born yeah. Vain is the epitome of loving oneself, first of all. Okay, born clear it up for the people. Yeah, Born Vain, baby. Okay, Yeah. Okay, because a lot of times when people hear Vain, they have a negative yeah. connotation or association with it. I don't. I don't either. I don't. But Selfish either. I mean, I think we should all be selfish well, well, and well, I think, I think in, in all ways, there's a thin line in all, in all things. Mm -hmm. So, But as long as you don't take it too far. Right. You know? But Vain, yeah, to love oneself. The epitome of loving oneself right. is born vain, definitely. Straight like that. Yeah. Now, you've uh, painted a lot of different artists. Who haven't you painted yet that you would like to? Oh, uh, Stevie Wonder. Mm. I haven't gotten Stevie yet. Um, but in, the, in, in all actuality, I've made a lot of affirmations. Mm. And with those affirmations, those people have come to me. Right. Right, and that's just the bottom line, straight up like that. Stevie? Have to speak it into yeah. existence. Stevie, can eight. you feel us? Can you can you feel us? Can yeah. you hear us? Come on, Stevie, pull up. I have over uh, eighty epic celebrities that either wear my artwork or have them on their walls. Okay, everybody from Farrakhan to Shaka Khan. Nice, I like yeah. that range. Yeah. Now, when you say that you know have come to you, is it them sending you a picture and a portrait Absolutely. saying recreate it? Absolutely. So they not sitting there. No, no, no. Oh, I was about no, to no, say. No, no, no. Tell me when Stevie no, pulls any, up. Any, any digital copy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get out like that and uh, draw and hand paint it for you, and it's it's done. And I, I notice he's moving that left hand. Are you a lefty? <laughs> uh, ambidextrous. Ambidextrous. Excuse me. Most creatives at least have that left to it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Whether it's both, it's to be determined. Absolutely. But most people that I know that are like super creative definitely have that left hand. 
Noah's a lefty. Ah, and so is Obama. And uh, we will continue to ask this question. Where did you get started, man? I mean, obviously, your resume speaks for itself. And if you're still gro growing and growing towards your future. But, uh, like, what was the first thing we was like, man, I'm gifted with the pen or paintbrush? Oh, wow. It's a go back, way back, man. Well, well in all honesty, um, it didn't really come until the paint came. Gotcha. I never was an artist. I never had any art lessons in my life. Right. I'm always a... Uh, I work by instinct. Even in life, I, I work on my instincts. You That's know, way. Good judge of character, I think. Right. Yeah. Um, um, the paint came from me being really adolescent and not knowing how to deal with life issues. When mm -hmm. my mother passed away in 2002, I uh, tore the house up and on one of the shelves had paint. Um, ironically, a, a box of paint my mother gave me. So it was a kind of sit-down moment for me. Right. And uh, in that moment that I knocked all the paints all over the place, um, two weeks later I came back to the condo that I did that to. and uh, The paints had just shocked me and knocked me off my feet. Right. Yeah, giving me a message. Right. You know. So in a nutshell, I took that paint, took the method of madness from the heat, because I lived in Atlanta at the time. It was 110 degrees when mm -hmm. my mother passed away. So it, 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 it kind of, that light shine through to make that paint pop out, and that's what it does with my, my artwork. Nice. So I turned into an artist when I found out that uh, I can actually put paint together that no one else in the world does. Right. No one else in the world. Dang, one of one here it's on one this, that, and the third. Yeah. That's what's up, Absolutely. man. And now you also have a stage play coming to DeSabo oh, yeah, this Sunday, <laughs> um, and it's based around your life, your journey. Yeah, absolutely. When my mother, uh, before my mother passed away, I had a manuscript I was writing. It was really, really live, man. I was a live person. I was um, a real charismatic, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of friends, <laughs> a lot of people love me and I love them back and, oh, you know, that kind of person. So, but after my mother passed away, I wasn't that guy anymore. And um, long story short, um, the manuscript came up missing. And when it did come up, it came up in my business manager's hands, oh, my and she at my my business manager at this point. Oh, okay. Her hands. Yeah, no, it came no, it came up in her hands, okay. and she shared uh, excerpts and episodes of it with us. Uh, playwright, uh, the playwrights are the cream of the crop, man. Mm -hmm. Right out of Texas, I'm, I'm I'm blown away by this. Right. You know, somebody playing me. Right. So, and uh, Rousseau, man, do you guys know Russell? Russell Pike out of Chicago? He's one of the biggest talents out of Chicago. Man. On acting? On the acting side? No, or? on the singing, on okay. DJing, producing. You can Google him. Well, up. Yeah, absolutely. He's playing me. He's playing Michael Cox as an adult in a play. Okay. okay. Yeah, so the stage play is The Awakening of Born Vane. Okay. It's at the DuSable Museum this Sunday. This Sunday. Yeah, 4 o'clock. Are you having an after? Oh man, after gathering? event, man, it's gonna be hectic, man. You guys gotta get tickets to that <laughs> stuff, right. man. You gotta, you <laughs> guys gotta, you get, yeah, you guys there. gotta get in touch with uh, Murphy's Lounge, man. Sean Fryson. Okay. Murphy's Lounge is gonna be off the chain, man. Oh, with it's the, going uh, down yeah. on the yeah. Oh man, the okay. cast and crew. <laughs> I yeah, you. yeah. I, this is all very overwhelming for me, for someone to act like me mm -hmm. and uh, portray me in a spirit from. It's not like a. Um, a a regular stage play like a Tyler Perry stage play. Mm -hmm. So when people come to see this, I don't think they're going to really know really what they're about to get. Right. Okay. I have uh, ex-Alvin Ellie dancers. Uh, I have the PVE dance uh, company. Uh, man, it's, it's going to... It's lit. Oh, it's, I'm, it's I'm overwhelmed, lit. brother. Well, I'm sorry, man. man. It's, it's one of those things crazy. you have to be there to experience. Yeah, absolutely. Like. absolutely. And you said it's this Sunday, Sunday. July 22nd? 21st. 22nd. 22nd. At what time, though? 4 o'clock. 4 p.m. 4 o'clock. Pull up. 
Y'all want to make sure y'all come support this brother. I mean, they made a stage play about my life, come man. On, man. He get to smell the roses <laughs> while we still home, living. Right? Come on, absolutely, man. absolutely. So y'all, y'all support, man. Y'all support. And what time? Four. Four, Four? o'clock. Okay. Four o'clock. Sabo Museum. Get your tickets. Eventbrite.com. Just type in Born Vain. Twenty-five dollars. You, you in the house? On the real. You know, got a celebrity guest. Uh, array of, of those people that's gonna be there. Uh, you're gonna love this. Yeah, it's gonna love this. Yeah. Don't forget the after party as well. Yeah, Murphy right, Lounge. Man. So we're gonna do what we traditionally do on this, that, and the third, and we're gonna play a little game called This, this that, that, and the, the third. third. Okay. Now the rules are very simple. We're gonna ask you three questions, and all you have to do is answer honestly and from the heart. You ready to play? Wow. Before we do that though, shout out to social media and how people can get in contact with you, Michael Cox. Uh Instagram, Mr. Born Vane, at Mr. Born Vane. Uh, Twitter, Born Vain. Uh, Facebook, Born Vain Art by Michael Cox. Right. Straight like Born Vain all the way, baby. Hashtag Born Vain. All you got to do is pull that up. You got me. And, and just for my people that's out there like me, that suffer from borderline <laughs> dyslexia, we're talking about V-A-I-N. Okay, not. All right. So we're going to move into the game beginning with this. What? I want them to get found. Right, They'd be okay. like, I don't see it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just gonna shoot this arrow in his head. Right, right, right. <laughs> I found something else. Uh, Damn, man, what's this? Okay, so you've been doing a lot of traveling, hitting a lot of different networks and events. Absolutely. Is there one event that you haven't gone to that you like? That's what I'm gonna do next. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think I've covered a gambit. Uh oh. I okay. hit the essence. I hit. The, the, the New York, I was in uh, Harlem for the Fine Arts Show mm. in Harlem, 125th Street at the uh, Riverside uh, Church. Uh, I did L.A. Yeah. I did the Sunset, Born Vein on the Sunset Strip. Excuse me. Uh, I'm, I'm moving around the country. I just spoke at uh, Alabama A&M, right. telling them about my spirit and, and where oh, I'm wow. coming. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, man, this is something heavy. Yeah. Something real heavy. It's a movement. Shout yes. out Huntsville. We yeah. see you Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what up, bro? Uh, what I would like to do. Is a private event, something with uh, scholars, something like that, where we could really just sit up and, and talk about art and talk about things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily buying. Right. But, but yes, buying. On the real. <laughs> Don't, make right. Don't make sense. Y'all know what it is. <laughs> All right. Oh, so that was this. This is that. Now, you mentioned Stevie in terms of someone you want to work with and, you know, yeah, uh, create. Yeah. Things like that. Is there a celebrity or a person? In general, whether they're famous or not, that you just feel not intimidated, but you you feel challenged to capture the essence of their beauty and their glow. No, there's nobody that is just like, yo, that's a unicorn. Not at all, because okay. you know why it was funny is, man, with these T-shirts that I've created, and just check out Born Vain. Mm -hmm. You know, just check it out. Uh, people walk around with these Born Vain shirts. Now they're Born Vain. Mm -hmm. I'm Born Vain. He's Born Vain. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the epitome of loving oneself, and it's a reason why. They're not just T-shirts. Right. I've created these from hand. Every one single T-shirt I've touched, you know, and I am known for bringing out the essence of people's faces. Okay. Whoever they are. I like that. You know what I mean? And I don't even look at them as if they're a celebrity. Right. You know? Because I'm kind of, I'm kind of born. You know, I'm, right, I'm born right. vain. So. Come on, man. You know, I'm just being honest, man. I, I've always been this way, so you know, Facts. I'm not. A, I'm, I don't. I don't look at stardom like that. But I, I'm not gonna lie. I did um, give uh, Elder Barge a piece of his brother mm. that passed away, and that was real sentimental. Okay. Mm. That was that was extra. Facts. Huh? Yeah, that was extra. Okay. You know, so shout out to yeah. the Barge family. Yeah, yeah, yeah no the doubt. Beat of the rhythm of. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Shout out to L. Uh, the real. So yeah. that was that. This is the third. Oh, you made me forget. <laughs> 
<laughs> we played three uh, okay, months. Okay, okay. Last question. What advice would you give your younger self? Yeah, him. Shut up. Shut up. Close your mouth and you can hear everything. Mm. Close your mouth mm. and you can hear every single thing you need to hear to get to your next level. Excuse me. Mm. I yeah. don't think that's even too late now. Wow. Yeah, that plays right now. Yeah. I swear on everything, man. Well, A lot of people need to hear that, though. I think I needed too that. Too much. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm going to do a silent talk show next week. Stay tuned for that one. <laughs> Mum's the word on this day and the third. But nah, that's what's up, man. And we appreciate you stopping yeah, by, definitely. man. Um, again, just for those that may have missed it or need to hear it twice, uh, let them know how they can get in contact with you, how they can support the play, everything you got going on, how to stay in tune with it. Uh, please get in touch with Born Vane any kind of way. Uh, three two three four one three Vane. V A I E. Real talk. Three two three four one three. Vane. Uh, get in touch with me on Facebook. Born Vane Art by Michael Cox. That's right a real up. big page. Check out the uh, uh, Hall of Vane right on up. there. That's all the uh, celebrities that actually have my artwork okay. and rock them kind of videos. I have uh, probably. 20, 30 videos of different celebrities that actually get the artwork and start crying. Mm -hmm. Lisa Ray. Mm. Uh, we go from a gambit right. of, of people that actually have my artwork. So y'all check Dr. me out, Con man. The yeah, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So touch me any kind of way. on uh, and, and it's play, man. You guys, reach out. <laughs> if you can't make it, just support. You know, we got the DVDs coming out. Rousseau is doing a soundtrack for this play that's going to be unbelievable. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, Eventbrite.com, The Awakening of Born Vane, the stage play. Um, like DuSable Museum, July 22nd, this Sunday, 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock. Let's get it. 4 o'clock. Be sure y'all pull up and pop out and support the brother, Michael Cox, man. And uh, we thank you for coming to the exclusive oh, interview on this and the third. Can we slow clap the brother out, please? And we thank y'all for tuning in and turning up for another exclusive segment of This Down is Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third, my lovely co-host with the most, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. And we are the Undisputed King and Queen of Chicago Podcast. Check, Check us, us out. out.